Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Miketz Shani, the second Aliyah in Parshas Miketz. Our Aliyah is on the topic of Yosef's solution. It's 24 Pesukim along, running from Perik Mem A, Mem Aleph, Pasuk, Tesvav to Lamed Ches. Let's take a, a quick look at the Aliyah in overview and then uh, consider a few points to ponder. So, at this point in time, Yosef has now been extracted from the prison. He's standing, he's standing in front of the Pharaoh and the Pharaoh explains his dreams to Yosef. He says, look, I dreamed this dream and nobody can help me. He says, this is what it is. And he repeats all the details. He repeats the seven cows, the seven cows. And, uh, and he goes through the seven sheaths and the seven sheaths. And he explains that nobody has interpreted it. Yosef, when being confronted with this dream, says that, you know, um, in the end of the day, Elohim biladai, Elohim shlam paro. I can't answer this, but God does know how, know how to answer these things. So Yosef then goes on and he says, the first thing he says to Paro is, this is one dream. Hashem is telling you what is about to happen. There's going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. The seven years of plenty are going to be the parallel in the metaphor of those seven fat cows, those seven fat sheaves. And then there's going to be seven years of unprecedented famine and it's going to consume all the plenty in such a way that it will be completely forgotten. The same way that the the consuming cows, the consuming sheaves are going to completely um, be um, be consumed and the new ones will not look like they've consumed anything. That's going to be the degree of poverty, the degree of difficulty during this famine. And then um, and he also goes on to explain, and he makes a suggestion now. Well, first he says, the fact that the dream has been repeated twice is because Hashem is going to be doing it very shortly, which is why it was repeated twice. And then he goes on to say, that should appoint somebody who is wise, understanding, and you make this person be in charge of Egypt. And what this person should be doing is, is that he should be ensuring that during the years of plenty, he is going to um, capitalize on this and he's going to take and invest all the money that's taken and all the different um, um, all, all the different products that are taken and um, the, 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 the food will be a picadon it'll be a uh, um, it will be a, um, a, 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 a a collateral for the years of the um, of the famine and at the end of this whole presentation Paro is very happy with this his servants are very happy with this and Paro says is there anybody else who has the spirit of God about him like this really impressed with with Yosef so a lot of things to be thought about but the, the primary question over here is well, there's a lot of questions but the primary question is what gives Yosef the right to add unsolicited advice Yosef is a Hebrew slave in a foreign country. He's just been dragged out of the pit, and here he is offering an economic plan to the to the king of Egypt. I mean, sit down, keep quiet. You've just given the interpretation of the dream. Don't overstep your welcome. Don't 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 make uh, unsolicited remarks. Just tell the interpretation of the dream. Why is Yosef giving this whole complex uh, complex um, suge suggestion over here? This is uncalled for. Um, it also leads another few questions, which is what about Yosef's presentation? It was so compelling that Paro and his servants took it to hook, line, and sinker, whereas the other the astrologers couldn't have anything which anybody agreed to. Paro wasn't happy with it. What was so compelling about Yosef's idea? So we'll look at it from three different angles, and each of these angles really essentially has the same underlying solution, and that is is that the interpretation of the dream, the dream actually has a call for action in the interpretation. Meaning Yosef's advice about the economic suggestion is not his own interpretation, is not his own idea. It is part of his interpreting the dream. 
How so? We're going to look at this from three different angles. The first is we're going to look at through the, the eyes of a sefer called the Or Yashan. So the Or Yashan says a very, very interesting observation. And that is, is if you look, Rashi adds that when... When Paro explains his dream, he says that he woke up in the middle of the night, and, and then, then he, went, he went back to sleep, had a second dream, and then it was a dream. So Rashi says, Then uh, when he woke up in the morning, that's when he needed to interpret it. What is Rashi adding over here? So the observation that Oryashan makes is that really what had happened was that Paro actually dreamed that he woke up in the middle of the night. He didn't wake up in the middle of the night. The waking up was part of the dream. When he gave that to the interpreters, when he mentioned that to, to, to the astrologers and to his sorcerers, they thought that what he was saying was, I actually woke up in the middle of the night. And therefore they looked at this and they tried to interpret it as two separate dreams because they thought Paro had woken up between. Yosef was the one, through the wisdom of Hashem, who understood that the waking up was actually part of the dream and therefore really was Chalom Echad, who was one dream. Why would Paro dream of waking up? Why would that be part of the dream, is to dream that you wake up? Unless, says the, um, says the Oryashan, is that that is the point. What Yosef is saying is, Paro, you're supposed to be waking up. Paro, you're supposed to be taking action. Paro, you're supposed to be doing something. Don't let this happen to take it lying down. There's something you can do. There's tangible steps you can take to make this, to avoid this dangerous reality. That's what is being said and suggested of um, of, um, the, uh, of, of the of the Shan in understanding this. Therefore, Yosef's interpretation of his action plan was actually explaining that element of the dream of Pharaoh's waking up, which now no longer bifurcates it into two dreams, but rather is a call to um, um, ac- ac- action and proaction. Another interpretation is that of the Meshachachma. The Meshachachma says that you'll notice that the two dreams have one d- d- um, distinguishing feature between the two of them. And that is, although there are seven fat cows and seven thin cows, and there are seven fat sheaves and seven um, sheaves which are very beaten up and, 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 and thin looking, nonetheless, the, when it comes to the cows, it describes that the thin cows, the scrawny cows, come and sidle up and stand next to the fat cows. Whereas when it describes the grain, it doesn't describe their proximity and their coming close to the fat grains. Now, that could simply be because grains don't move around. But suggests the, the Mishachachma a very interesting fact. If the repetition of the dream is an indication of that Hashem is expediating the process of what is unfolding, then only the repeated details would be actually unfolding in an expediated fashion. The not repeated details, which is that in the first dream the thin cows come next to the fat cows, that the fact that that's not repeated in the second dream indicates that it was not Hashem who was going to expedite this. It was not Hashem who was going to make that happen. It was left up to the human beings. Meaning if you want to utilize the Eitzah, the advice of the dream, Understand the part that Hashem is not making happen, which is that the two sets of years stand next to each other, that somehow they, they could help each other. That part is not in Hashem's hands. Hashem is leaving that in human hands. Therefore, part of the interpretation of the dream suggests that Mishra is taking action itself. Finally, a third and, and uh, also very unique and beautiful interpretation is that of the Maharal Diskin in his commentary on the Chumash. 
where he makes the, the point is he asks the basic question again, which is why is it that astrologers could not arrive at the basic suggestion that this is talking about seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. I mean, we're talking about agriculture. We talk about cows and grain. I mean, what else could you think it is? And must be talking about plenty and, and, and little. So why didn't they? Why couldn't they make that suggestion? The argument he makes is, is that when the, pro the prophecy, the, these sorcerers, these um, astrologers looked into the future, they saw that in fact there were not to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. It was only going to be seven years of plenty and two years of famine. Because if you remember, when Yaakov Avinu is going to come to the land of Egypt in the second year of the famine, that's when the famine is going to cease. That being the case, the future that they looked at did not match that interpretation, that potential um, interpretation of the dreams. They couldn't say it was seven years and seven years. It didn't match the future. Only Hashem can see the potential of reality and not the actual expressed tangible reality. They looked to see the tangible reality in the future. Hashem knows all the permutations and possibilities and potential possibilities of what the future can hold. And therefore, that being the case, that's what he was able to understand. So what's the difference between the potential of the seven years of famine and the actual and the two of the two years of famine? Well, the difference between them is action. The difference is, is that if Yosef is going to be the one to uh, take the, all the grain and he's going to put in storehouses, be, make Egypt the feeder of the world, at that point in time it will bring about people of the magnitude of Yaakov Avinu to Egypt, which will bring a cessation to the famine. That being the case, the only reason to explain why it is that it won't be seven years of famine is interpreting it with the action, because the action is the key to why it will be different in potential and reality, which the Egyptian sorcerers were not able to access. This also explains another point, where Isaac Bernstein points out, that if you look in the Haggadah, it says when it describes, Vayeda Elohim, Hashem knows, that refers to the, the, the Haggadah, says, Zu Prishos Derech Eretz. This is when the people of Israel would separate, husbands and wives would no longer um, have relationships and have children because of the terrible um, suffering and arduous work that they were uh, that, that they had to undergo. Well, it says it's, it's, uh, how does how is that possible? Vayeda Elohim show that so the the separation of families. Um, suggests Rabbi Bernstein a very beautiful interpretation. If the idea of Elohim or Hashem knowing he knows what the potential is, what could have been, even though it doesn't happen, Vayeda Elohim means Hashem knew about all the children that should have been born and they weren't born. That's what Vayeda Elohim means in the Haggadah. So it's coming back and looking at these three different angles in our Aliyah. The Or Yashan who says that Paro's waking up was part of the dream and that was the part the interpretation of action. The Meshachach talks about the, the human part of the dream which is the, the fact that the two years stand next to each other which was not Hashem doing but rather leaving up to human beings as the call to action. The Maral Diskin, the explanation between the potential and the tangible reality with the difference being, the delta being human action. All of these have the same basic underlying assumption that Yosef is not giving his own unsolicited advice but rather the actual interpretation of what the dream is meant to be as it plays itself out in reality. Again, just very profound, moving a little away from just the kindergarten understanding of the parish that we've had. It's a very sophisticated, very complex reality and a very profound perspective. With this, we close. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful